BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Sports Yak Podcast brought to you by Look Trailers. Searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions, including welders, starting at $21 to $25 per hour. Located only 24 minutes from Goshen, nine minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Visit looktrailers.com. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Jack. Sports Jack. It's Sports Jack. Welcome to episode 302 of the Sports Jack podcast. You mean the Mike Trout episode? Trout. He's good. 28 years old, 10 years in the bigs, 302 home runs. If he can stay healthy and interested, he's got a shot at the Bonds record. Is he out on the West Coast? He plays for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So that's a yes. Terrific center fielder. Okay. Probably the most exciting player in baseball, night in and night out. The problem is he plays on the West Coast. For those of us who live here, you don't get to see him as much. Yeah, we, we have to wait for a highlight the next morning, right? right? Right. And there's usually a highlight. Okay. He's he's outstanding. Mike Trout. Family Broadcasting Corporation. Well, the crowd's going wild. In association with the Studio DNA Podcast Network, presents Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but... Somehow they meet in the middle. It's all the way. It is. Here's your host, Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Well, I flipped some channels last night. Could not find March Madness. Really? So I, I had more of Madness than March Madness. Yeah, well, that's understandable. Last night it was a TBS and True TV, ladies and gentlemen. As we've become accustomed to during the NCAA tournament, once a year, we all kind of say, uh, where's True TV in our guide? <laughs> what is that channel? It, is it's it court like crime shows and oh. court shows. Yeah. Okay. But uh, last night, three of the four games came down to either overtime or one-point finishes. What a way to start the NCAA tournament with the first four. The Michigan State faithful are not happy this morning. 
Sparty blows a 14-point lead and loses to a UCLA team whose last win was on February 25th. They eke their way into the tournament, and somehow the boys from Westwood find a way to win it 86-80 in overtime. Some Just some questionable things done by the Spartans last night. They, they had a lead, and they were fouling, and it, it just, I think it boggled Tom Izzo what his team was doing. Did we pick State Wednesday? I believe we did. I think we picked them to, to win the next game against BYU. Oops. Oh, well. That's what you get for listening to the show. <laughs> anyway, so UCLA will now play BYU on Saturday. The game that I spent most of my night watching was Drake and Wichita State, and one of the reasons I did that is because Drake has a lot of kids from Northwest Indiana on the team. Recognizable, yeah. recognizable names to you? Uh, to me, yeah. Shanquan Hemphill, a lot of people call him Tank when he played at Michigan City, has just come back from an injury. He was the leading scorer for Drake during the season. He just came back. They've got kids from Merrillville and Gary that I wasn't as familiar with. Okay. Uh, and my buddy Brian Harden is the athletic director at Drake. Brian used to work as the football PR director at Notre Dame. Where's Drake at? Drake is in Iowa. It's in Des Moines, I believe, okay. right right there in the capital city of Iowa. They Their last NCAA tournament win came against Notre Dame in 1971. It was Austin Carr's final loss at Notre Dame. Wow. So it's been a while since the Bulldogs have been able to celebrate. And for the first 30 minutes of this game, they looked awful. I mean, they just out of sync, missing shots. But Wichita State didn't look much better, so Wichita State's only up by 10. And here comes Drake, and they start hitting three-pointers and getting back in the game. They get the lead. Wichita State gets the lead back. Drake gets the lead. Drake is up four with about 20 seconds left. Wichita State gets the steal, comes down, buries the three-pointer. Then they foul Drake. Drake misses the free throw. Wichita State comes down. They launch the three-pointer. It goes off the front of the rim and falls to the court, and Drake can finally celebrate. They kept showing the Drake coach's wife, and even five minutes after the game, she looked like she really needed a Valium. <laughs> so 54-50, or excuse me, 53-52 the final in that one. Now Drake will play USC. Andy Enfield's Trojans had a really good season in the Pac-12, won over 20 games. But Drake will give them a difficult matchup, I think, on Saturday at Mackey Arena. Uh, the other games last night, Norfolk State over Appalachian State. Didn't watch a second of that one, but Norfolk wins at 54-53. Texas Southern over Mount St. Mary's, 60-52. to So if you ever have the trivia question, who was the first team out of the 2021 NCAA tournament? It was Mount St. Mary's. Full slate of 16 games today. I hope this uh, podcast gets released to you by lunchtime so that you can settle in. 12.15, you can start watching games, and you can watch 16 games today, all day. The one that matters the most to people around here is Purdue. The Boilermakers, the fourth seed in their region, play at Lucas Oil Stadium against North Texas. 
And if there's one thing you've learned from years of watching the NCAA tournament, don't take any team for granted. Even the teams that have four letters in their initials or anything like that, just you better take care of business. Let me ask you a way out in left field question. Sure. You ever seen a fixed game? Um, or had serious doubt that something was going on? Mm, I don't know that I have ever seen a fixed game. I mean, I probably did in retrospect. There were some scandals in the 80s and 90s that took place, so I may have watched a game mm-hmm. and not realized it was fixed. I mean, there are lots of times where you, <laughs> you think a team is playing so poorly. Did you Did you throw this... Uh, but no, to my knowledge, I've never seen a fixed game. Okay, just curious. But, I mean, in these days of legalized gambling and things like that, it's not, your question is not, not that far a left field. And I think it's something the NCAA always has to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. The other thing the NCAA has to keep an eye on, by the way, I don't know if you've seen this on your Twitter feed, but mine's been full of it. The difference between the NCAA men's tournament and the women's tournament is almost shameful. Now, I understand the women's tournament loses money. The men's tournament makes boatloads of money. Players are given swag bags okay. when they play in the NCAA tournament. And I there's a limit on it. You should see the difference between the guy's swag bag and the women's swag bag. Out of curiosity, have you seen what's in there? No, I have not. Oh, they haven't done like a in-depth. Well, I, I don't pay attention to that stuff as you do. Yeah, that I would. I I, would I see an iPad in there? Is that I, too much? I think that's probably too much. Headphones. You might see headphones. Yeah. Shoes. Could be. Uh, some sort of clothing. Yeah, attire definitely. Okay. Then the other thing they showed was the difference between the weight room for the guys' teams. And the weight room for the women's teams. Now, remember, both tournaments are being conducted inside bubbles. So there's only certain places you can go. The weight room for the guys' team looks like they took the great room at Century Center and opened it up and put every kind of Nautilus and free weight. And it it looks like they've just opened up the whole thing. I feel like I know where this is going. The weight room for the women's tournament looks like the weight room at the La Quinta over on US 20 by the airport. <laughs> I was going to say courtyard by Marriott. Yes. You're you're being even more <laughs> La Quinta. Well, we got a treadmill. Uh we've got about 10 dumbbells and a yoga mat. There's about two channels that I work mean, on the TV. Literally, that's what it is. <laughs> And boy, so a lot of the women's players, because they had seen the pictures from the men's tournament, hey, look what we got. And then they see what they've got. And so the vice president of women's basketball for the NCAA put out a statement last night. And let me interpret the statement for you. Okay. We didn't think anybody was going to really pay attention. I guess we'll have to make a change. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's not what she can't. She said it in a much more politically correct and tactful way. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the if you want to read between the lines of the statement, that's how I would interpret the statement <laughs> is. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just dying to know what's in the swag bag, so I Googled it real quick. Sunglasses, oh. headphones, maybe a game console. Now, that's the college football one you have there. I know, but I'm just naming right. off some stuff. Yeah. But that would actually kind of make sense if, if you're in a bubble and you're in your room for quite a while. If you're not bringing your own game console, maybe they hook you up and yeah. whatever. Look Trailers is searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions, including welders, starting at $21 to $25 per hour. If you're looking for work in a great atmosphere that's focused on safety, working smart, and bettering the team every day, then Look Trailers is for you. They're located only 24 minutes from Goshen and just nine minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Their family of brands include Look Trailers, Pace American, Cargo Express, and Everlight Trailers. Fly online at looktrailers.com today. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. Let's uh, segue into the NAIA. How about the Bethel Pilots? Steve Draben, what a job he has done with that team. I texted with him briefly this morning as they last night knock off number one Indiana Wesleyan with their star Kyle Mangus out of Warsaw and basically bring an end to Kyle's career with an 83-77 upset win in Kansas City. Are we going to get a text transcript of the conversation? I just told Steve, hey, congratulations on the big win. Don't take your foot off the gas now. He says, thanks so much. Guys have gone to another level, and it's been fun to watch. Oh, that's great. So Good for them. Travion Cruz has been outstanding in this tournament. He got them through the first round, had, a, I think, a 39-point game in Omaha. Then as the tournament moved to Kansas City, he had 29 points and seven assists last night. So he's been, so far, the MVP of this tournament nationally. And now it's Bethel and St. Francis, a couple of old crossroads league rivals meeting in the Elite Eight. But what a job the pilots have done. And, of course, you know, that's kind of how Bethel made its reputation is winning some NAIA national championships, previous ones under Mike Lightfoot. Steve Draben has come in, and he was a guest on Sports Jack right when we were kind of getting things started, yeah. so a couple of years ago. <laughs> and uh, he's done a great job with the Bethel program. High school basketball tomorrow, semi-state Saturday, Looking forward to this one. I'm I'm as pumped for these two games as I've been in a while, which is usually not a good sign because <laughs> that tends when I get excited about games, they tend to be disappointments. When I go in just feeling kind of eh, that's usually when they're good. Interesting. I don't, I, I don't know why that is, but I am pumped about these games tomorrow. Because... If nothing else, because of the star power that's involved. Okay. So at Northside Gym at one o'clock, if you are fortunate enough to have a ticket. You're going to see the fifth leading scorer all time in Indiana high school basketball history, Luke Brown and Blackford, take on Caleb First, the Purdue recruit, and Blackhawk Christian. Blackford, before Luke Brown came there, in the three seasons before his freshman year, were combined 1-69. and 69. I mean, it was as awful a program as there was. Luke Brown lived in Brownsburg, Indiana. He did not live in Blackford. And Blackford hired an old coach, and I mean old. He was 81 at the time, named Jerry Hoover. And Jerry Hoover runs kind of this pro-style offense. And Luke Brown decided, that's the place for me. And so his family moved there. 
so that he could go to high school there. Wow. And now Luke Brown had already garnered some attention as a phenom on the AAU circuit and things like that when kids are playing seventh and eighth grade ball, as your son does now. And so people knew of him. And he immediately started racking up points in games, and Blackford started started winning. So they are in their first semi-state ever. And Luke Brown, in his career, has 2,977 points. He will try to become the fifth player in Indiana high school history to score 3,000 points as they take the court tomorrow. But they'll have to do it against Blackhawk Christian, who won a state title, I believe, at the 1A level in 2019, then got promoted to the 2A level, and now they are a state contender again. And Caleb First is their star player. Caleb First is six foot nine, headed to Purdue. You're looking at pictures of him now, and I'll tell you, the the one in front of the Purdue logo, probably a good one, and the one right below it, I mean, the dude is put together. He looks like a tight end for a football team. (laughs) And he's also quite agile. So you don't see a combination like that very often. He's averaging 21 points and 14 rebounds a game. And he could be averaging a lot more, but lots of times he comes out of games early because Blackhawk is ahead by so much. So, fascinating star power in those games. Great side stories, too. The two coaches, Corey, Blackhawk Christian is coached by a guy named Mark Davidson. He was a terrific player in his own right. His dad was a Hall of Fame coach. Mark Davidson, 6'6", 275 pounds, and he participates in strongman competitions. You know, like lift the boulder over your head, turn... Toss the tires, things Throw like that. Throw the telephone that. pole? Yes. Those <laughs> kind of strongman competitions. What's his name again? Mark Davidson. Okay. Now, the other thing about Mark Davidson is he is fighting a rare form of cancer. Mm. And he says he feels great. He's still doing his weightlifting and stuff like that. Um, he's hopeful that in a couple of weeks when they go to Chicago for treatments – Uh, that the doctors will say that the oral chemotherapy that he is doing is helping. But this grizzly bear of a man, 6 foot 6, 270 pounds, is a kindergarten teacher. (laughs) This guy is a kindergarten teacher. Yes. Wow. So I'm willing to bet he's just a teddy bear. Yes. Yeah. Not with his players, but with the kids. Yes. On the other side, Blackford is coached now by a man named Grant Newland. You may remember I told the story Luke Brown went there because of Jerry Hoover. Well, Jerry Hoover, like a lot of people, concerned about COVID, so said, I'm stepping down. At the age of 86, maybe not a bad idea. So Grant Newland finds out the night before the first practice, oh, by the way, you're the new head coach of this team. Oh, also, Grant Newland's wife at that point is three months pregnant. She is now expecting any day. So he is trying to prepare his team 
for the semi-state against the number one team in the state while also knowing that any minute his phone could go off and it's like, honey, it's time. There is there are so many fascinating side <laughs> stories, and that's just the one o'clock game, and it's not the one we're airing on TV forty six. You can watch you can watch all eight games on the live stream tomorrow, by the way, for fifteen bucks. Um I didn't get my stimulus check yet. You did, but fifteen bucks is like a small percentage of the stimulus check. If you want an entertaining day of high school basketball, spend the money. I would also say just to support the uh basketball in indiana i mean they haven't been able to well the thing is you can watch basketball in indiana for free in the ncaa tournament so it's going to be a tough sell for the ihsa tomorrow nevertheless that's the first game the second game you've got the star power of jr konefsny the notre dame commit and saint joe taking on leo been to both practices this week saint joe has really stepped it up a notch here in the tournament and the biggest development they've had is during the season, it was kind of the J.R. Kinesny show. He's scoring lots of points, and in fact, he has become St. Joe County's all-time leading scorer with 1,976 career points. But the fact of the matter is, St. Joe plays better when J.R. doesn't score 40, but he's more like 24, 25, and the other guys contribute, and they have. Will Terry, Jack Fuda, Cole Hatkovich have all stepped up their games here in the tournament, and the Indians have discovered a little thing that we like to call defense, where they occasionally guard the other team, which they didn't necessarily do that great a job of during the regular season. They'll take on a Leo squad that has two 6'6 players in DJ Allen and Zach Troyer. DJ Allen, by the way, is a Division I football player. I mean, they get off the bus you'll notice him. Zach Troyer, 6'6", and they've got a, a guard, Blake Davison, who's going to Indiana Tech, 6'1". He can shoot the lights out. St. Joe will get a challenge from this Leo team. I think St. Joe would be the favorite. I haven't seen anybody yet pick against them, but Leo just seems to give teams trouble. They beat a very good Carroll team during the regular season. Both these teams got blown out by Blackhawk during the regular season, by the way. Um, Where's Leo at? Leo is just northeast of Fort Wayne. It's a little town. There's only about 4,000 people in it, but it's a very young town, so they've got a lot of high school-age kids, a lot of of families like that. Okay. And uh, it's the first time they've ever been to a semi-state. St. Joe has not been to a semi-state in 28 years, so some new blood from the north in Class 3A should be a fun watch. If you don't want to watch it on the live stream, TV46 has it for free tomorrow night at 8. All right. You ready to segue into the NFL? Got some news for us. It's tough being a Bears fan. It's really (laughs) tough. And I know Wednesday I went on my little rant, and obviously Ryan Pace ain't listening because he's still doing weird things. Yesterday, yes, the Bears signed Allen Robinson. They had put the franchise tag on him, so... He knew he was going to get top five money. Yes, he sees that the Bears have signed Andy Dalton, but he doesn't really have much choice, so he signs the contract yesterday. Yay. Here's what else the Bears did yesterday. They said, okay, we've got salary cap problems. 
And so we're going to look at our team. And, oh, Kyle Fuller, you're, you're 29 years old. That's, that, in our opinion, is getting up there for a defensive back. Yeah, I know you've made two Pro Bowls and you've been a veteran and you've probably been a lockdown corner on this team. That, that's just too much money. That's just too much money, so we're going to release you. They released their best cornerback. And then Mitch Trubisky signed a one-year contract with the Buffalo Bills where he will be the backup quarterback to Josh Allen. And I know some people aren't very high on Mitch Trubisky, and we're among that group. However, if you're going to line up Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, and Mitch Trubisky, stats will tell you, whether you, whatever eye test you want to go by, stats will tell you who is the best quarterback of that trio. Mitch. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. So the Bears, because in the postgame or postseason press conference, they basically ripped Mitch Trubisky and threw him under the bus. The Bears say adieu to Mitch Trubisky, and they also get rid of their best cornerback. And I'm sure they'll be trying to sell those 2021 season tickets anytime now. Where'd Kyle Rudolph land? Kyle Rudolph is going to the Giants. It was a good day for former Notre Dame players. They all kind of got one-year deals. Kyle Rudolph, who is towards the end of his career, he, he would readily admit that because he's been in the league now for over a decade. But he'll go play with the Giants. Should be some help there. Great locker room guy as well. Will Fuller is going to go to Miami. We'll see if Tua Tagovailoa and Will Fuller can make a dangerous combo for the Dolphins and if Will Fuller can stay healthy. And Nick Martin is going to go to the Raiders. The Raiders just releasing their center this week, so now they bring in the former Irish star, and John Gruden's always been high on Notre Dame players. So Nick Martin, I think, will find a, a nice home in Las Vegas. Hmm. Now, all that news for the Notre Dame players, much better than it is for the Clemson alum, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has been accused of sexual assault. Well, in civil suits, he has not had any criminal charges brought against him. But he has civil suits from three different massage therapists. And according to the NFL, there are actually, there are only three civil suits that have been filed so far. There are another six that are waiting to be filed. Now, you just wonder sometimes about the timing of things. This whole thing with Houston and him wanting to get out of Houston and it's all a mess and everything. Is You just wonder if there's some sort of backlash going on where Houston might where the team might be encouraging these massage. I don't know. I, I hope the timing is the interesting. Yeah, the timing is interesting. That said, if these women are correct, then something needs to be done, right. obviously. Right. And so I don't want to discount the testimony of the women. I don't want to come across as somebody who's like, well, they're all, you know, they're all gaining up and this is all a ruse. We're also in a country where somebody is innocent until proven guilty. And the fact that these are civil lawsuits and not criminal lawsuits, you don't have the same burden of proof. 
I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to see what the NFL finds out in its own investigation with Deshaun Watson. Let's segue into hockey. Not a good night for the Blackhawks last night. They had a 2-2 tie going to the third, but Tampa Bay, we've talked about the Lightning before, and they live up to their name. They're a very quick team, and I think the Hawks just have a problem skating with them sometimes, and they did again last night, losing 4-2. We have told you on this show that this would be a very difficult month for the Blackhawks because before they were playing teams like Detroit and Columbus and teams that they're clearly better than. Now they're matched up against teams like Florida and Tampa Bay who are clearly better than the Blackhawks, and you're seeing the L's start to accumulate for Chicago. Don't worry. I think they'll still be fine, but this is a phase that they're going through right now, and this is why they're not a true Stanley Cup contender because they just don't have the team speed that teams like Tampa Bay and Florida do. Detroit somehow won a hockey game last night, and they beat Dallas by a count of 3-2. Yay for them. <laughs> I showed my wife a video last night of some professional wrestling. Mm. The year was 1997. And she says, what are you watching on your phone over there? And I said, well, I follow on Facebook Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he made his big splash in 97 at the Royal Rumble. But there's a time in that match, Chuck, where it is the best of the best. And it's like, you didn't know it then. Right. But you look back now, Stone Cold's in there. Bret Hart's in there. Mm-hmm. Vader's in there. Terry Funk, they brought back for some reason. Okay. A young, unknown dude named The Rock is in there. Have you watched Young Rock? I watched it twice. I Obviously, you're not impressed, I can tell by the tone of voice. Mankind is in there. I mean, it was like, it was the top top-tier guys, but you didn't quite know that yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we talked about how much money we used to pay for pay-per-views on Sunday night yeah. in the Mann family. Let's talk about high school wrestling. <laughs> which is nothing Which is nothing like what you're talking about. No! I just wanted to bring it up. But in Michigan, it's wrestling tournament season. Yes, it is. And Lakeshore, Edwardsburg, Dwajak, and Constantine have all won district titles. For Lakeshore, they had to survive a one-point match over Pawpaw. They beat Pawpaw 35-34 in the district opener, came back and handled St. Joe. And your guy, Bruce Bittenbender, who is number one all-time in the state of Michigan and is number two in the nation nationally in terms of coaching wins, captures another title. This guy is in incredible shape. He still works out with his team on pretty much a daily basis. You're looking at a picture of him right now. He kind of looks the same as when I had him in high school. Corey, when you told me this morning, a friend of yours told us that he's 73 years old. Yeah. And logically that makes sense because he's been coaching wrestling now for almost 50 years, so obviously he would have to be that old. Does not look it. No. Nope. Great teacher, though. And great teacher. And and a great teacher of the sport. He has churned out so many wrestlers who have gone on to college. Oh, yeah. And he's got a, an outstanding wrestler now named Micah Hanau, former state champ who has over 100 wins in his career. So just uh, a tip of the cap to those because that is a tough sport. I mean, 
first of all, the work that you have to put in, refining technique and everything like that, the work that you have to put in to maintain weight or cut weight to stay at your class. Mm -hmm. And it's one-on-one in the spotlight. I mean, you can't blame it on a teammate. You can't blame it on anybody else. You win or you lose. And... I I think, and obviously it's it's one of the oldest sports. I mean we <laughs> we read about wrestling in the Old Testament um, with Jacob, but nevertheless, I I just have a lot of respect for those young men that go out and now young women that go out and do that sport. My best friend growing up, Von Neal, uh, became a wrestler at Lakeshore, mm-hmm. and it was amazing to watch him. Uh, Get a hold of like he's he's made for this, yeah. And then Bittenbender bending him into an athlete. Uh, I think he went to college after that for wrestling too. I have to ask him about that, but yeah, every neighborhood kid wrestled under Bittenbender back in the day, and still do apparently. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. So congratulations to him. And then Corey, the reason there's a smile on my face today, well, two reasons: the feast of Saint Joseph allows me to eat meat on a Friday, and Notre Dame baseball will begin a home season today, and Link Jarrett finally gets to coach a home game for the first time in his two years at the helm at the University of Notre Dame. Can you imagine? He coached 15 games last year. There's seven and two this year. So 24 games into his run, he'll finally have a home game as the Irish, who are now ranked 17th in one poll, they're as high as 13th in another ranking, they take on Duke. Sunshine and 52 for his first game today. Doing Saturday and Sunday? And they'll play Saturday and Sunday. They'll have terrific weather. 57 tomorrow, 64 in sunshine on Sunday. So good for him. Here's the problem. You and I can't go because only the campus community is allowed in. Now, I could go as big-time media if I put in for a credential and am approved, but I wouldn't be sitting in the press box. I'd, I'd have to sit out with the peasants. <laughs> and <laughs> and we all know how you feel about oh, bottom my feeders. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I would consider going, but I would hate to go without my wife because I know she loves baseball too. And yeah. It's like that doesn't quite seem fair. I might go in, in some capacity for media at some point, but – uh, probably not this weekend. Yeah. So we'll see what happens on Monday when we get the uh, the box scores. Look Trailers is searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions, including welders, starting at $21 to $25 per hour. If you're looking for work in a great atmosphere that's focused on safety, working smart, and bettering the team every day, then Look Trailers is for you. They're located only 24 minutes from Goshen and just nine minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Their family of brands include Look Trailers, Pace American, Cargo Express, and Everlight Trailers. Fly online at looktrailers.com today. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. I hope you're not way off in overrated, underrated. You already know who I'm bringing to the table because I wanted to make sure we hadn't talked about this man on the show before. And, well, I'm getting older and I forget things. But we have not talked about this man, so I'm happy to present to you, you and the Sports Shack listener, the Steve Miller Band. I will go on record and say Steve Miller belongs in the top 25 guitarists of all time. I'll put him in that list. 
The guy knows how to sling that axe. Oh, yeah. Now, as far as albums go, he is a great representation of someone who put out a greatest hits record that is a force to be reckoned with, where almost the body of work is the greatest hits record. Mm -hmm. Because it was like one song here, one song there, and then you add them all up. Like, if you don't have that in your vinyl collection, you don't belong on this planet. What? I'll say it to your face. I would say underrated. I agree. I think in the 1970s especially, Steve Miller was a force to be reckoned with, and I wholeheartedly agree with your evaluation of his guitar skills. I still want somebody in Major League Baseball, and I know this would be a brutal road trip for the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I want them to send them on a road trip from Seattle to Philadelphia to Atlanta to L.A. (laughs) And that way they can go from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, L.A. Mm -hmm. And then make a video. And and call it the Steve Miller road trip. Yeah. I saw him on Jimmy Fallon's show maybe a year ago during Mm -hmm. the pandemic. Yeah. And he rifled through Fly Like an Eagle, I think was the song he did with the Roots. Still sounded great. So great. I mean, he's he's a work he's he's a workhorse. He's he's weathered. Yeah. Oh, there's no question but about that. But he's still good. Yeah. I mean, underrated. Who are F- you? Favorite bring- song. Oh, you got a favorite I, song? Um, the one I just referenced. I'm gonna go fly like an eagle or the Joker. All three are some good riffs amazing. right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is the birthday of one actor, Bruce Willis, mm. born in West Germany. Bruce Willis. TV star, movie star, commercial guy, Bruce Willis. You're bringing Bruce Willis off the birthday list and not Fred Berry. Okay. Um, You know what? I'm going to say underrated. I think there is always a twinkle in the Bruce Willis eye, whether it's the TV show, the movies, did some recordings too. He, sold some records. Yeah, he sold. Now respect for, yourself. Respect yourself. Uh, but there's just always that kind of twinkle in his eye where it's like you feel like you're both in on the joke. Okay. And okay, I like that about him. He, I mean, Moonlighting was huge when he did that with Sybil Shepherd in the eighties, eighties or nineties, eighties. Yeah. Um. He has churned out some huge movies. He's obviously recognizable. The little bit of time that he was on Friends, those are some of the classic Friends episodes. I agree. And I just think he adds he he adds a little something something to everything he's in. I think he is uh especially in our generation, he is the action star. Like okay. you put him in the big five. Stallone, Arnold, yeah. Bruce. Mm-hmm. But like body of work. Die Hard, Armageddon, slightly cheesy, but still a fun movie to watch. Yes. But the guy's got great comedic timing. Yes, he does. Look who's talking when mm-hmm. he was the baby. Um the whole nine yards was pretty good. Uh well, I think he was moonlighting. I don't think it was Sybil Shepherd. I think it was him. Yeah. I mean, it really put him on the map. 
But I'm going to go with you as well. I mean, he's had some stinkers. Oh. Like, if you look up his resume on movies, you kind of go, when when did that come out? But, you know, we've said the same about Eddie Murphy. We've said the same about Tom Hanks. Eddie Murphy has said that about Eddie yeah, Murphy. They're, yeah. They're, everything they're, is not going to be a hit. There's going to be stinkers. For example, episode 298. What are you saying about that? Bruce Willis, underrated. I'm not. I just picked a number. They're all good. No, they're not all good. <laughs> but I thought 298 was good. It was uh, good. It was good. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, that probably is enough because people want to sit around and watch basketball this week. They want to. Maybe they'll watch, listen to this during halftime, press the pause button, maybe fire it back up again. I don't know. Do you get your patio ready this weekend? No, not yet. Not yet. Too early. Yeah, I, I feel like spring break and then the time after that is the, the turning of the corner. Okay. We spent a lot of money on new stuff last year, as you know. You don't built, want to see it get ruined by a potential built a new, snowflake. Built a new patio and built, uh, you know, got some new furniture. I, I'm not ready yet to uh, treat it like a commoner. Or like you do, the peasants that sit in the normal stands. Well, it's just a feeling. It's just a feeling? Is that what it is? You're on Twitter, right? At 46 Sports. You'll be, you'll be a tweeting, Matt. This is kind of your weekend, man, for your what you do well, you know? The retweets, the, oh, the commentary. I, yeah. The retweets is what I do well. You know, the commentary. I did make a comment last night that seemed to tickle some people. You know, the NFL put out a new multimedia deal last night. Yeah, $110 billion? Yes. And they gave the rights to Thursday Night Football to Amazon. It will be Thursday night football will exclusively be on Amazon. And I just made the comment that means that not everything on Amazon is now a good value. <laughs> you don't think they're going to put high quality those games on those Thursday, Thursday night nights? games? Stink. <laughs> stink, Jerry. They stink. You know I'm, who should be on Thursday night a lot? The Bears, because that would prevent oh. me from watching them because they stink. Okay, that's that's enough of that. I'm on Twitter as well. My name is Corey. You can follow the Sports Yak with two Ks. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Have a great weekend. Until next time, Yak fans. Ooga Mike Trout. You're good. You don't stink. We've had some fun. Yeah, the show is done. Now we gotta run. It's Sports Yak. Sports Yak. Sports Yak is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We done. Dang! Sports Yak Podcast brought to you by Look Trailers. Searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions, including welders, starting at $21 to $25 per hour. Located only 24 minutes from Goshen, 9 minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Visit LookTrailers.com. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. Dang! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, 
Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.